Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Manny Lagos from the Minnesota United, who are uh, they are trending in the right direction, as they say, at Houston tomorrow after uh, uh, really an interesting moment uh, this week in, in beating a team from the English Premier League. Man- Manny, thank you for joining us. Mike, thanks for having me. Excited to be here and uh, from uh, hot Houston as well. Hot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's hot in Minnesota. Yeah, let's go back to the play on the pitch the other night in at Allianz. What, what did that win mean to you? And explain to people, including myself, as, as we try to understand all this, uh, what was the level of competition like when you play a team from, from uh, the English Premier League? Well, again, I mean, it's, it's the top league in the world. It's, it's the most expensive players in the world. Um, you could argue that, you know, the top two teams in Spain uh, – you know, Real Madrid, Barcelona, and then you've got uh, Germany, you've got Bayern Munich, and you pay PSG in France. But the Premier League is really, you know, the, the league that really kind of generates the most revenue. And a, a lot of guys at the top end of the the pyramid are, are there for, for re- the right reasons. They make a lot of, uh, of good money and they have a great league. And, I mean, we're just exploding as a league. And I, I think it was one of those games. And, again, friendlies are friendly. You know, it's important for us to show our fan base, other teams around the world, to play these games at Allianz Field that aren't just league games. So different fans and other fans can be exposed to the amazing experience, I think, that we're providing the Twin Cities sports fans. And we, we just had a great outing, Mike. We just came out, and, uh, you know, that was one of their starting kind of lineups that they would play. Uh, we got ahead early and just played really well. I mean, were you surprised? Did, did, I mean, all of a sudden it's one nothing. you go, okay, then it's 2 nothing, and then you go, 3 nothing. they're not coming back. Yeah, I, I, and I think what happened, and it, it's, it's what I love about sports is, and, you know, again, this is a team that I will say is definitely a higher level than us at the end of the day, but uh, they went through a battle last year. They almost got relegated and they're one of the more historic clubs in England, one of the oldest clubs in England. And they're only six weeks removed from that. And I I think they're a little rattled when they got down two, three, nothing at halftime, just a couple weeks out before they start their season. And I I didn't think they were expecting that kind of result early on. And I've seen it, you know, I got the gray hair now where it doesn't Hmm. matter. You as an athlete, when you kind of freeze and you get a little frozen as a group, you, you can't really do well. And our guys went the opposite way. We just got more hungry to move the ball, to attack, to go forward, create chances. I mean, even with the scoreline, we actually had several more opportunities to score goals. So it was just a really fun special night for the group. Unfortunately, we came out a little banged up for this weekend, which is uh, a casualty of playing these games. But ultimately, I, I love the night for Twin Cities. And it kind of leads into this big three weeks for us on the field. We got Portland yeah. at home next week. Uh, and we lead into the All-Star game uh, on August 10th, which is yeah. just going to be amazing. Yeah, uh, Portland have the most uh, amazing home field advantage in the MLS. Where their fans get after it when you play them on the road? Um, it's it's shifting fast. You know, I'm I'm feeling more like maybe Austin does now. They have a okay. brand new stadium, aggressive, energetic crowd. I, I think they're really tough. Portland's right up there. Um, you know, it's funny. Tomorrow night will be really interesting. They just signed a Mexican star for Houston called Hector Herrera. Has been playing incredibly well in Europe for the last couple of years for Atletico Madrid. Um, and so we'll have a big crowd to run out here, a big Hispanic crowd uh, to support him. He's one of the favorite Mexican players of all time. So it'll be a challenge for us with the environment here tomorrow. 
Now explain this again where I get confused. How did they get Hector Herrera at this juncture of the season? Uh, you know, well, I understand the other leagues, either because everybody's in the same league. And so, you know, if a guy is on waivers or if he's – how did they get him? What do you have to go through to get him? Yeah, two things, cash and yep. then transfer windows. So the okay. transfer windows are usually about two times a year. So right now uh, the transfer window, he came from Spain, from Atletico Madrid. They're not in season, so they have an open transfer window. Our league – we have two transfer windows. We can buy and sell or bring players in or sign them on free agents, whatever you want to do. There's one essentially in January, February, and there's another one here kind of in July, early August. So uh, Houston, I think they paid about $6 million cash for him. I'm sure they're paying him a good salary uh, to have him come uh, and play for their team. And, and the team obviously has to be willing to part with him. Uh, but they, they, generally speaking, in a case like that, they'll say, okay, um, we, we've got somebody to replace him, so let's take the $6 million right now, huh? Yeah, and you know what? Actually, in, this, in these situations, it's kind of nice. The players have a little power, too. They can always say no. So it's like when we do internal trades, the players don't really have a say if we trade another to another MLS team. But when you do international trades or national sales, the player does. So one of the nice things the player can do is he can say, okay, I want to go. And then he'll actually negotiate his salary first, and then I'll kind of a lot, like coinciding that with the sale of the player as well. So those two negotiations kind of go side by side. And the player, I think, even gets a low percentage of the transfer fee as well. So there's, there, there's some benefits when they do these transfers. All right, Manny Lagos is our guest. Uh, offense, where did it come from in the last month? Explain to me, uh, from a soccer standpoint, the difference between the Minnesota United now and, say, four or five weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a couple things. Uh, you know, just the mentality after we were had a great game in Miami, up 1-0, 84th minute. We ended up losing 2-1. I think it was our third loss in a row. Uh, and I, I think there was just that the group just said, hey, we got to regroup. We got to start grinding out wins. We got to figure out a way to, to be more dangerous to, offensively and continue to try to push ourselves defensively. And so we, you know, we went on the road and had a great 3 2 win in LA. We were up 3 0. Um, I, I think part of it um, in that game was the guys just coming back and Emmanuel Reynoso really starting to say, hey, I've got to be a little bit more of a leader, more aggressive offensively. And, and he's done that the last month. Uh, we also put Robin Lode. Uh, instead of wide left forward, he's kind of been playing a two-way midfielder. And he's just done a really good job of being kind of a transition to offense player and then kind of a transition to defense for the team. He's kind of solidified that a little bit. Uh, Luisa Maria has picked up his, his intensity, his movement, scoring some goals. Uh, Bongi, our South African player, hasn't scored yet, which is unbelievable because he's played so well. But he's just been a pest every game, getting in behind, running that guy. So I just think we're just hungrier. To, to load the line, to get chances, to recover defensively. Um, like I said, I think that game in Miami really kind of uh, put us at a level that we had to really think about how we're going to both score goals. And frankly, when you defend well, that's when you get offensive chances as well. And, and Reynoso, so for him, it wasn't about strategic. It was about, I got to step up my game. Yeah, I, th- I just think, I mean, there is a little strategy involved. I mean, there's a little bit of, of really pushing him to think about where to go into the pockets to find the ball, to get the ball higher up the field where he can be more dangerous so he doesn't have to kind of go 60 yards, whether it's him passing or playing. I, I think there's something to Robin in the center midfield and him connecting. They- they've been really combined to spring other guys. And then ultimately, you know, he- he's done just a really good job of, of- – he's unbelievably – like his- he's got a left foot that is just – so dangerous and so fun to watch. I mean, it's just amazing. You see this guy that you don't really think he's an athlete. He might be, and he really is. And then his left foot just is, is, is heaven. It's just amazing. It just creates time and space, and he's so dangerous with it. And, and when he's really hungry, uh, which he's shown the last month, he's, he's a top player in the league for sure.
Dane St. Clair looks like he could play tight end, linebacker, goalie, yeah. uh, power forward. Uh, is is that is he the prototypical what you want for a goalie because he's he looks so athletic? Yeah, I mean he's unbelievable. I mean I, I would say that obviously there's prototypes of goalies who are, are smaller and, and stockier and, and kind of that way, but um, you know he is just a tall, athletic machine. You know, like that generation, he's part of those the Toronto kids where he grew up, where you know you you see all these basketball players and soccer players come out of Toronto now, and I, I think he grew up in a great era of Toronto sports of development of, of athletes. And, you know, it's awesome as he got named to the all-star game with Reynoso. He deserves it. He's on the Canadian national team. I mean, he is playing with a ton of confidence. He makes the goal so small. He just looks so big in it. Hmm. And I just think he's done a great job uh, over the last month of, of making sure we stay in games while we try to figure out our attack. Last question, Manny, when you're in management like you are and you have a game like tomorrow, what do you do during the day? Is it, is it hard for you because, because you know, at one time you're a player and you're so involved in it and so busy. Uh, what's it like on game day for you? Well, I got a little work tomorrow. I mean, the nice thing actually tonight, I got a, a work dinner tonight. We have some corporate partnerships who came down to the game tonight, so that'll be kind of fun. I really enjoy those because I, I like to see some of our corporate partners, see the other stadiums and other teams and how hard it is to go and play on the road and hopefully, knock on wood, have a good result. Uh, tomorrow's interesting. I got a few meetings in the morning. Um, and then after that, you know, I try to stay with the team a little bit. Uh, they have a pregame meal, pregame meeting, and then we head to the stadium. It goes by very quick. Yeah, nothing like game day, is there? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It's so the best. It, it'll be a big one. It'll be a big one. Yeah. Well, Manny, keep up the great work. Uh, look forward to talking to you again soon, but continued success. Thank you, sir. All the best. You bet. Manny Lagos, nice enough to join us on News Talk 830 WCCO. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. 